Brought to you by Cadillac. It's nighttime in the big city. A woman cuts pictures of places she'll never visit out of a magazine. I wonder if there's any cake left. It's theme time radio hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Theme Time Radio Hour. We've been kind of serious the past couple of weeks, so let's just open up this door and see what we find. Let's get in the mood, a real groovy mood. Let's have a party. Sounds to me like there's a party going on, and you're all invited. The word party is from the Latin word pater, meaning to share. So for the next hour, we'll be sharing some of our most favorite songs about banquets and bashes, benders and binges, carousels and crushes, feasts and galas, get-togethers, hoedowns, hops, hollabaloos, jags and jigs. We'll be carousing, cavorting, celebrating and commemorating, drinking, getting down, grooving, hanging loose, having fun, letting down our hair, making merry, painting the town red, raising the roof, rejoicing, reveling, and whooping it up. Let's get this party started.
That's the Showstoppers. Ain't nothing but a house party. Two of the Showstoppers were Alec and Laddie Burke. They were brothers of Solomon Burke. No stranger to soul music himself. I love records like that, where they use the baritone sax to drive the bass along. It's a sound you never get sick of. Even this year, Amy Winehouse used that very same sound on her big record, Rehab. The purpose of a party is to have fun together. And a successful party needs planning and skill. Whether it's a special carnival designed for gay entertainment, a birthday party, a holiday party, they all take planning. And they should all be fun. 42% of all parties are either barbecues or cookouts. I find that hard to believe. I haven't been to a good barbecue in a while. But if you're looking for the perfect music to accompany your cookout, you can't do any better than Wanda Jackson. Wanda was discovered by the late Hank Thompson. Hey, he also discovered Gene Shepard. He must have had an eye and an ear for the ladies. Wanda dated Elvis Presley. As a matter of fact, Elvis recorded this song before Wanda did. But you can give me Wanda's version any day. Here's Wanda Jackson. Let's have a party. Wanda Jackson, she can't kiss a bear and she can't kiss a goon, but she can shake a chicken. Let's have a party. You know, it's almost criminal that Wanda's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, you just heard that record. Tell me that shouldn't be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to petition to start a theme time radio hour wing. We'll put people in it like Link Ray, Richard Barry, and our next artist, Jesse Allen. 
He was a guy I don't know a lot about. I know he's from New Orleans. I like the way he sings. Love the way he plays guitar. And other than that, I don't know anything. Here's Jesse Allen. Let's party. Let's go out tonight, have a ball. Whiskey, gin, and wine, we'll have it all. Hey, let's party. Hey, let's party. Hey, let's party. Hey, let's party. Hey, let's party till the break of dawn. Let's have some fun, have it bright. Drink and clown to broad delight. to me like he's got Lee Allen and Earl Palmer on that record. Jesse Allen and his song, Let's Party. A great party record. You know, there's another kind of party record. This kind was sold under the counter in certain record stores. They were called party records, which was a euphemism for dirty records. These records would be kind of tame by today's standards, but they were titillating and risque in their day. Some of the people who made these records include Bell Barth, Bruce Wallace, K. Martin, Rudy Ray Moore, who recorded as Dolomite, but perhaps the most famous was Red Fox. President Johnson and Carl Stokes, you know, the brother, they were in the restroom in Washington, and President Johnson looked over at Carl to speak to him, and being a little bit taller than Carl, he had to look down. He happened to glance into Carl's bowl. He said, I'd be damned, Carl, how'd you get that? Carl said, well, just before I have sex, I always beat it on the bedpost four times. Just take it and beat it on the bedpost four times. That's all I do. President Johnson said, you know, I'm going to try that tonight when I get home. He got home, took a shower, and walked in the bedroom and beat it on the bedpost four times. Lady Bird woke up and said, is that you, Carl? That was Red Fox, a little bit of a risque party record here on Theme Time Radio Hour where the party is carrying on. Here's a wild record. Two twin bundles of TNT that go by the name of Don and Dewey. Dewey Terry and Don Bowman. 
though Don later changed his name to Don Harris, and even later to Don Sugarcane Harris. They started a band together when they were in high school and ended up on our group's specialty records. They both played guitar. Dewey sometimes played the keyboard, and Don played the electric violin. They didn't have any big hits, but other artists recorded songs they did, and it hits with them. For example, Dale and Grace had a number one hit with I'm Leaving It All Up To You. I think the Osmonds did that too. The Wretches Brothers pretty much based their entire act on Don and Dewey, recording their songs Coco Joe, Justine, and Big Boy Pete. Here's one they wrote and recorded for a specialty, Don and Dewey, Baby's Got To Party. Sugarcane Harris's name sounds familiar. Perhaps you've heard him play with John Lee Hooker, Donnie Otis, or Frank Zappa. Sugarcane Harris is the violin player on the song Willie the Pimp from Frank's Hunt Rats album and toured with Zappa for many years. The man who wrote a poem about a wild party is Joseph Monkeo March, who wrote a poem called The Wild Party in 1926. The book is all about a party where a vaudeville comedian and his loose girlfriend invite singers, actors, artists, goons, and hookers of every gender and sexual persuasion. By the time the party's over, one main character is dead and another is headed to jail. 
Here's how the third part of this poem begins. The candles sputtered, their flames were gay, and the shadows leaped back out of the way. The party began to get going, the laughter rang shriller, the talk boomed louder. The women's faces showed flushed through powder, and the men's faces were glowing. The room was hung with streamers of smoke. It billowed, curled, swung, and swirled, poured, poured the candle flames, and broke. Eyes flashed, glistened, everyone talked, you listened. Crash, a glass smashed, and a woman's swore shrank back abashed. It goes on like that for fifty-some-odd pages. William S. Burroughs once said that it was the book that made him want to become a writer. We might come back to that poem before the end of today's show. Well, the party is off to a good start. Guests are on time. Everyone's out to have fun. Having fun together makes a party. This means both hosts and guests. Choose your guests carefully. Plan invitations. Plan for refreshments and entertainment. Then, practice to be a skillful host. Here's a very familiar record with a surprising person at the helm. It's Leslie Gore. It's my party. And would you believe it? The same man who produced Thriller and the theme from The Cosby Show produced this record. All the things I just told you about are just a drop in the bucket. We'll tell you a little more about Quincy Jones after this song. It's a number one chart smash in both the pop and R&B charts. In 1963, here's Leslie Gore. It's her party. She'll cry if she wants to. Leslie Gore here to tell you, if you want to have more fun, 
Keep your dial set to the great sound of this wonderful station. And take a lively companion wherever you go. Take a portable radio. That was It's My Party here on the celebratory episode of Theme Time Radio Hour, where we are proud members of the One Party System. But it's a long party. As we told you, that record was produced by Quincy Jones. Quincy started out playing with Lionel Hampton. He played with Dizzy Gillespie, moved to Paris to study composition, composed the music for The Pawnbroker in Cold Blood and in the Heat of the Night. His career almost came to an end in 1974 when he suffered from a near-fatal cerebral aneurysm. He bounced back, though, in 1979, produced Michael Jackson's Off the Wall. He co-produced Steven Spielberg's adaptation of The Color Purple and produced lots of TV shows, including The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Mad TV. He is the most nominated Grammy artist with 76 nominations and 26 awards. And he's not just popular on Earth. Quincy's arrangement of Fly Me to the Moon was the first song played on the moon during the lunar landing of Neil Armstrong in Buzz Aldrin back in 1969. Way to go, Quincy. I got an egg cream with Amy Sedaris. She had a lot to say about this week's show. Um, What are some good party tips? The meatball tip is when, uh, well, if you want, you know, you can just make them and freeze them. That way, you know, if you want to have a meatball, you know, out of the blue, you can just pull them out of your freezer and boom, you've got meatballs. But if you have any dead animals in your freezer, I've learned it is a good idea to, you know, get rid of them. You know, if you're waiting for spring burial or something, it's not a good thing to have that in your freezer. Trust me on that. Thank you, Amy. Well, here's a record started out as a two-sided smash by two different artists. Here's one side of that smash hit. Here's Party Doll. Well, all I want is Party Doll. Come along with me when I'm feeling wild. To be ever loving, true and fair. To run her fingers through my hair. Come along and be my Party Doll. Come along and be my Party Doll. Have a party with you. Come along and be my party doll. Come along and be my party doll. Come along and be my party doll. I'll make love to you, to you. I'll make love to you. Thank you. 
That was Wayne Knox, who recorded under the name Buddy Knox. He was in a band called the Rhythm Orchids. They're called that because they wore purple shirts on stage. Another member of the band was the bass player named Jimmy Bowen. Well, Roy Orbison heard the Rhythm Orchids and sent them to Clovis, New Mexico, where they could record with Norman Petty. He produced Buddy Holly. Well, Norman produced two tracks with the Rhythm Orchids, Party Doll, which Buddy Knox sang, and the flip side was I'm Sticking With You, which Jimmy Bowen sang. It came out on a small local label and later got sold to Roulette Records. Roulette separated it into two hits, released one under Buddy Knox's name and one under Jimmy Bowen's name. But in reality, they were both Rhythm Orchids records. We have a caller. Let's see who's on line two. Hello, caller. Uh, hi. What's your name? Uh, my name is Melissa. I'm a big fan of the show. You guys are awesome. Well, thank you. What's your question? Okay, so my question is this. Um, I've been married for 15 years, and, uh, you know, I love my husband. He's like my best friend, and, uh, you know, I, I just love the guy. It's just that there's just no attraction there, and, and, I mean, I've tried everything. We've had sex in the back of my car, and we've had sex at, like, random parties, but just, I don't know if Pete isn't there, you know? I'm just, I'm not hot for him, and I don't know what to do. I'm hoping you guys can give me some advice. Well, Melissa, it's a hard question. On one hand, you're very lucky to have someone that you can consider your best friend. That'll do you well as you get older, because passion fades, but love can last forever. On the other hand, all of us look for a little excitement in our lives. All I can tell you, have you talked honestly with your husband about this problem? Perhaps it's something as simple as changing his cologne, getting a different haircut, working out or introducing you to that cute guy he works with. If you have a best friend, you've got the biggest part of it licked. Now you just got to lick the rest of it. Thanks for listening and thanks for calling. Good luck with your problem. There's another lady with a problem. Her name's Caledonia. She's having a party. And Smiley Lewis is going to tell you all about it right now. She brought Mary 
They called him Smiley because he didn't have any front teeth. He eventually got some gold ones, which I'm sure helped with his diction, because he sings mighty clearly there, singing all about Caledonia's party. If you're having a party, here's a couple of tips. Stock up on plenty of ice. A good rule of thumb is to have one pound of ice per guest. Have twice as many glasses on hand as guests. Don't forget to stock up on mixers, including orange juice, soda, tonic, ginger ale, tomato juice, Tabasco, lemons and limes, horseradish, and Worcestershire sauce. And if you anticipate your guests will be wine drinkers, plan ahead by uncorking a few bottles in advance. Or if the party's at my house, opening up a fresh box of wine. Do you hear the sound of ice cubes clinking in glasses? No, I don't. If you're having a party around here someplace and don't want to invite me, you can just say so. We're not having any party, Doctor. It's probably just those things that you keep hearing. Yeah. We played Garnet Mims in the Enchanters before, but here the Enchanters sans Garnet Mims. They recorded this song, which was written by Bob Elgin and Jerry Ragavoy. It's a sad little number called I Paid for the Party. From Philadelphia, here are the Enchanters. I paid for the party in teardrops. I paid for the party in heartaches. Everyone had a good time. No one wanted the party to end. But the girl I love most was dancing too close with the guy I thought was my best friend. I paid for the party in teardrops. I paid for the
They're the enchanters with an enchanting little record. I paid for the party. One thing you see at a lot of parties are colorful party lights. There's different ways to light a party. You might want to use rope lights, colored bulbs, Chinese paper lanterns, tea candles, black light, or glow sticks. Sometimes you see the lights and you know you can't go to the party. Here's a song all about that sad feeling. It's from Macon, Georgia native Claudine Clark. And she wrote the song, both the music and the lyrics. It's a shame this was her only hit, but if you have to have only one, it's a good thing it sounds like party lights. was Claudine Clark and Party Lights here on Theme Time Radio Hour. Another thing you often find at a party is a piñata. A lot of people think they came from Mexico, but originally they came from Italy, where they were known as piñata, which means fragile pot. From Italy, they traveled to Spain, and from the beginning, they had a religious significance. The piñata represents Satan, and it was made beautiful and bright to be a temptation for all the innocent souls who came in contact with it. The candies and toys inside were the temptations of Satan. When you break the piñata, you would do it blindfolded to represent blind faith. And the stick that you used to break it was the symbol of all things that were good. This is how good would overcome evil. And when that happened, the treats spilled out. And they were the justified rewards of a life lived right. The Spanish missionaries took the piñatas to Mexico, where the Aztecs adopted it. 
Eventually they cross the border and they're available in party stores. Down in New Orleans, they don't just party, they have a carnival. And this is one of the songs you'll hear every year around carnival. It's by Al Johnson, Carnival Time. Carnival Time by Al Johnson. After he recorded it, he was serving time in the U.S. Army. His sister called him to say, Al, this song's a hit. But since Al had no knowledge of copyright law, he retained no rights to it. It was a hit, all right. Played every year around Mardi Gras, but Al never saw a cent and had to support himself being a cab driver. Finally, after 40 years, he got the rights to Carnival Time and started making a little bit of money from it. Let's party a little, get something going. Yeah, sure. Hey, I can dig that. Hey, uh, you know, you came to the right guys. We play a lot of Louis Jordan on Theme Time Radio Hour, and for good reason. He had 57 R&B chart hits, and many more that are less known, but they still rock with a steady roll. I 
And everything has got a rock and roll to boogie To boogie woogie all night long I'm ballin' tonight Cause tomorrow I may be gone Yes, fix me a drink It's gotta be rock I want a big water glass I wanna get real high I want a booger To boogie woogie all night long I am ballin' tonight Cause tomorrow I may be gone show about parties without playing Ludy Jordan's classic house party. House party, sometimes called rent party, is a party where the tenants hire a musician or a band to play for the guests and then pass the hat to pay the rent. Quite often, this is a painless way for neighbors to help their friends who might be a little bit down on their luck. Where is that neighborliness today? This has been our party show, and so we've been playing a lot of party songs. Nothing too deep, nothing too taxing. Oh, we're going to change it up a little bit now and play one of those melodramatic life lessons that country music is just full of. It's written by the woman who's singing along with Porter Wagner. We're talking about Dolly Parton, who joined Porter in 1967 on his TV show and recorded a number of hit duets and solo numbers. None of them sadder than this one. All about the party. As we were dressing to go out, our little girl and boy came in and asked if they could go this time. We told them, little girls and boys don't belong at parties, and that they 
should be in bed asleep by nine. The babysitter came in then, and we kissed the kids goodbye and told them that we'd be home soon and told them not to cry. Then we left for the party, like we'd so often done, thinking only of ourselves and not our little ones. The party started out wild, and it grew wilder as the night wore on. With drinking, laughing, telling dirty jokes, nobody thinking of home. Then the strangest feeling came over me. And it chilled me to the bone. And I told my wife that we'd better leave the party, 'cause I felt that we were needed at home. As we rode along, I got to thinking of how the kids that morning had asked if we'd take 'em to church the next day, and how I'd put 'em off, like I'd so often done, by saying we'd probably get home. Too late. Then my thoughts were interrupted by the sound of sirens as they cut through the still night air. Then we turned down our street. That's when we saw the fire. The rest was like a nightmare. We took their little bodies to church the next day. Though we'd left the party early, we still got home too late. Well, that song ends pretty abruptly from the pen of Dolly Parton, along with the late Porter Wagner, a heartbreaker, a tearjerker, the party, certainly the saddest party ever. Now, another person who doesn't like parties is Richard Lewis. I ran into him at the Stop and Shop, and he told me why he doesn't like parties. I don't understand why people feel the need to go to parties. I don't like parties. I stand up against the wall. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm going to be assassinated. You know, it depends on what era we're talking about. Now, I, I, I in the last twenty five years, parties are just you know needless to go to. You know, if I want to see people. Or friends who I love, I call them up and I say, you know, let's, you know, let's let's meet, let's get together, let's find a place that we won't be bugged. Otherwise, you know, you're bugged by 99% of the people there. I mean, it's always nice. I mean, it's cool if you go to a party and out of the blue, Ted Kennedy shows up. But how often does that happen? Well, thanks, Richard. The party continues here on Theme Time Radio Hour. Bacchus was the Roman god of wine and intoxication. That's where we get the word bacchanal, which refers to any of his festivals. Probably originated as fertility rites. Well, here's a song about the after party, or more correctly, after the bacchanal. It's by Lord Beginner, who was born with the name Egbert Moore. I think Lord Beginner was a good choice. He became famous in Trinidad and Tobago. Expatriate Portuguese businessman Edward Gomes sent him to New York, along with Attila the Hun and the Growling Tiger. They all recorded for the Port of Spain label and introduced Calypso to much of the world. 
He moved to England with Lord Kitchener in July of 1948, and the two of them were two of the best-known Calypsonians of that period. Here's Lord Beginner, or should I say, Egbert Moore, with his song, After the Bacchanal. Last year, carnival, midnight after the bacchanal, nearly lost my life when I went home with the police wife. Last year, carnival, midnight after the bacchanal, nearly lost my life when I went home with the police wife. Oh, we joined in the barn at eight o'clock, but after the fete I got the shock, dressed in Spanish vagabond, well disguised to dodge your husband. Last year, Carnival, midnight after the Bacchanal, nearly lost my life when I went home with the police wife. After she spoke of a singularity, I said, does you go in for bigamy? She said, no, Skipper, I am your pal. You taught me the way to play Carnival. Last year, Carnival, midnight after the Bacchanal, now in contemplation sitting down, thinking of this new high brung, I heard a knock at the back door twice. Then I realized I was in a vice. Last year, Carnival, the night after the Bacchanal, nearly lost my life when I went home with the police Oh, the woman looked at me with a smoke. I recalculate and began to shook. I said, you cause a assassination. Why put me in this collision? Last year, Carnival, the night after the Bacchanal, nearly lost my life when I went home with the police wife. Then I heard a groan said, open the door. What you're keeping me outside for? I said, girl, you're losing your head. You better hide me under the bed. Last year, Carnival, then he told her, why didn't you open quick? She said, darling, it's not a trick. My heart is always pure and true. I was sleeping song and dreaming of you. Last year, Carnival, the night after the Bacchanal, nearly lost my life when I went home with the police wife. Immediately he began to snore. I take no chance to open the door. Through the window with sorrows and grief. Climbed on the spouting just like a thief. Last year, Carnival, midnight after the Bacchanal. Nearly lost my life when I went home with the police. That was After the Bacchanal by Lord Beginner, a song all about the Carnival and the policeman's wife. Carnival was introduced by French Catholic plantation owners who held masquerade balls to celebrate the last two days before Lent. As a matter of fact, the word Carnival is from Latin carne, which means meat, and val, which means take leave of, take leave of meat. Since the following 42-day season of Lent includes abstinence from meat. When slavery was abolished in 1834, the masquerade ball took to the streets. Now there's over a quarter million participants every year for Trinidad's Carnival, and it's gained a reputation as the Carnival of the People. Come over to a similar apartment in the village. Smoke a joint, burn a little grass. Pot party, roach party. 
Mainliner, skin popping. Shoot some crystal. The language of the narcotic and marijuana user. The language of a large and ever-increasing number of teenagers. If you're planning a party, Emily Post recommends that you invite what she calls a congenial stew of guests. This includes the old worlds, the eminents, the learneds, the well-born, the highbrows, and the once-wers. You throw in a couple of pretty girls, too. You see all sorts of people at parties. One type you see is the party girl. There's been no shortage of them ever since parties began. Even today, there's girls like Paris Hilton who seem more famous for going to parties than for anything else. There's always a little bit of sadness behind each of these party girls. And in this next song, Elvis Costello captures that sadness. Here's Party Girl.
That was Party Girl by Elvis Costello. Here's another kind of party girl, taken once again from Joseph Moncure Much's poem, The Wild Party. Take a look at Madeline True. Her eyes slanted, her eyes were green, heavy-lidded, pouched obscene. Eyes like snakes, like a stagnant pool filled with slime. Her mouth was cruel, a scar in red that had recently opened and bled. Her body was marvelous, a miracle had fused it. The whole world had seen it, a good part had used it. People bought their seats in advance for fifteen dollars, glad of the chance to see her dance. You know, it's awfully hard for me to concentrate with those people laughing and whooping it up at the party that way. Can't you get them to hold it down a little bit? You're on the radio after well, all. Oh, Doctor, there's no party going on in here. Well, every party has to come to an end. And you know who the person looking at the clock is? The host. And that's me. So I'm sad to tell you, the party's over. Hey, that's a good name for a song. Luckily, Betty Compton, Adolph Green, and Julie Stein already wrote it. It's been recorded by a lot of people, but we're going to hear it by Blossom Deary. And yes, that's her real name. She was born in the Catskills and sang with vocal groups with Woody Herman and Alvino Ray. She moved to Paris and formed the Blue Stars of France. In 1956, Norman Granz lured her back to America, and she recorded for his Verve record label. Here's one of the songs she recorded. The party's over.
Party's over. It's all over. My friend. Party's over. Party's over. Party's over. That was The Party's Over by Blossom Deary. Part of a good party is knowing when to go home, soon after refreshments have been served. Well, that's it for us this week. I gotta go fish the cigarette butts out of the sink, sweep up the broken glass, call the carpet cleaners, and I got to figure out who that is sleeping on my couch. Well, I'm gonna do all that. You do what you got to do, and we'll meet up here again next week for our all-new theme on Theme Time Radio Hour. Party on, dude. Yeah! Thanks for listening to Theme Time Radio Hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Produced by Eddie Gorodetsky. Associate producer, Ben Rollins. Continuity by Eats Martin. Editor, Damian Rodriguez. Supervising editor, Rob McCumber. Research team, Diane Lapson and Bernie Bernstein. With additional research by April Hayes, Callie Gladman, Terrence Michaels, Sean Patrick, and Lynn Sheridan. Librarian, Robert Bauer. Production coordinator, Debbie Sweeney. Production assistance by Jim McBee. Special thanks to Randy Azradi, Coco Shinomiya, and Samson's Diner. For XM Radio, Lee Abrams. Recorded in Studio B in the historic Abernathy Building. Studio engineer, Tex Carbone. This has been a great watermark production in association with Big Red Tree. This is your announcer, Pierre Mancini, speaking. Be here next week for our second annual countdown show. 